This is episode 459 on the 22nd of December 2021 as we head towards the end of December 2021 and the first question is should you enjoy the year end festivities as i said in the previous episode festivities depending on which part of the world you are in and what calendar do you follow begin in the month of october if we are to consolidate a certain calendar and a certain following which means right from diwali dashera etc festivities begin in the month of october and go on to the till the month of march depending on which part of the world you are in whether you follow regional festivities world festivities or calendar based festivities then the question is should you go out and enjoy the holidays yes should you be afraid of certain events and organizations and media trying to scare you no don't be scared just go out and enjoy yourselves if the opportunity presents itself and you think you can go out and enjoy yourself then you should go out and enjoy that's the most important thing why not go out and enjoy forget whatever events are happening don't bother about them because these events are not going to stop some or the other organization will always scare you into staying at home and don't enjoy stay at home don't crowd don't listen to them if you want to go don't be scared follow whatever rules are there just for the sake of following them everyone knows we follow rules for the sake of following and we follow rules to avoid fines so avoid fines follow the rules but don't bother about other things because some of the other scare tactics will always be there and that's human nature but enough on that people are 
anyways tired of such discussions and a few people get hurt because that's their nature people getting hurt is what defines humanity and will continue to define humanity as long as the concept of humanity nations regions and certain things exist and will that stop no because that's what people want unless we are scared there is no fun and if we are not scared and if something doesn't scare us doesn't put us in a dilemma or a catch 22 situation we don't enjoy it so yes don't be scared go out enjoy yourselves <laughs> Moving away from such frivolous discussions, discussions which will never come to an end, let's discuss something which one should enjoy, something which has created records. Three years, thirty-six months, and twenty-six thousand two hundred and eighty hours ago, the greatest sports book revolutionized the world of sports. The Fifth Empire changed the status quo of sports reviews as is known. Never before was such a book published. Even the world-renowned Wisden, which is limited to one sport, doesn't even come close to what this book's book brings, and never it will. and even if a few individuals claim to be expert in sports they are only experts and they are only employed because of certain reasons the n word everyone knows what the n word is they are only employed because they have or they have paid to be employed they have no there is no meritocracy of half the sports experts who are sports expert are only employed because they are lucky to be employed they have no competency they have no skill they have no technical skill to write articles and we can see the quality of articles written you have you are forced to abide by the ideology of the organizations you have to write for which means you cannot not write what the organization doesn't want and that organization to stay afloat even though they have been there for over 200 years do it because they are also under pressure by some other organizations so it's just 
pressure from one person to another. So there is no meritocracy. It's regional employment of certain organizations. And as I said, those sports experts have no merit. They will never have any merit. They are forced to say certain things because they are under pressure due to the ideology of that organization, whatever the organization may be, print, electronic or pseudo media or a combination of all of them. But this book goes beyond all. It doesn't adhere to any ideology. If it has to be critical and no holds barred about certain things, it is and therefore you should read this book. Yes, biases will always be there. Human beings are biased. If Human beings are not biased. Who else will be biased? If human beings are not prejudiced, who else will be prejudiced? Do you expect your electronic devices to be prejudiced? No. Do you expect your electronic devices, your artificial intelligence to write such articles? No, they never can. So if there will be bias, let there be bias. But there's, an, there's a level to which bias can be there and this book goes beyond all the ideologies doesn't get under any pressure and that's why this is the greatest sports review journal ever written and will always be the greatest sports review journal ever written no other book will ever come close and no one can claim that any other book will ever close. So these are the details. It's available on a certain website, Amazon. You can buy it in the Kindle or the paperback format. And this is what this book is all about. So yes, three years of the greatest sports review journal ever written. But let's move on to something even more interesting. Everyone knows the hyped ashes ended, the second match ended in the day and night match with the home team beating the visitors. The final result, Australia winning by 275 runs, England but nowhere close. The moment Australia won the toss, got to 470 runs, England were never in the game, England needed at least 280 runs to avoid the follow-on. Well, then they didn't avoid the follow-on. Australia didn't enforce the follow-on for whatever reasons. Teams rarely impose the follow-on. Even if they have a lead of 300, they rather bat and put the opposition ballers under pressure to rest their own ballers. Even if their ballers have only bowled a combination of 80 or 90 overs, Follow-on may work, may not work. Everyone still is afraid of that 2001 fluke follow-on avoidance and going on to win. That was just lucky. Let me tell you that 2001 Calcutta win didn't happen because the Indian batters were good. Remember, in that time, the likes of Lakshman Dravid were on the fringes. They were not your legends as we call them or as we say in Hindi. That 20 years ago, we didn't even know there was a Lakshman and Dravid. They were there, they were not there, they were in the team, they were out of the team. 
and that's how it is. But back to this, Australia didn't enforce the follow-on. They had a lead of 240-odd. They batted again. They scored another 230 runs and gave the same target of around 470, which they scored in the first innings to England. And England dragged the match till the last 1 hour, 15 minutes. And Josh Butler, who usually makes 150 balls, made 20 of 200 balls. But no one supported him. There were collapses. He batted to save his career, which is baffling. What defines saving your career is something that baffles me. But that's the way it is because we expect Josh Butler to be this guy who's going to make 50 or 20 balls and bat in a more matured manner. And we talk about batter keepers, keeper batters, batters who can, if certain batters can do that. Well, I can give you a lot of examples who were lucky enough to play, but let's not get there. So yes, 2-0. And if Australia win the Boxing Day test, that is the one after Christmas. Why is it called Boxing Day? Because it's not actual boxing, but because the leftover boxes are given to certain people. So, boxes are distributed as we always do in ev after every festival. We give the leftovers to certain organizations so that those who don't get the privilege are happy. And it's, it's complicated. Let's not get there. It's called the Boxing Day World Over. At least in the Western world, it's called Boxing Day. You will never see a Boxing Day test match in India. You will never even see a post-Diwali test match knowing that Diwali has different dates on different years due to the calendar thing. But it's Boxing Day, everyone is excited. And Australia has a rigidity of Boxing Day being in Melbourne, newer test being in Sydney, the first match being in Brisbane, and of course Perth hosting the last match. And because of restrictions in Western Australia, they shifted the match to Hobart or Tasmania. But that's how it is. Scheduling can change. So Australia rigid about which city hosts which match. Why don't they do something? Why don't they say no? Let Sydney host the pink ball test. It's a it's anyways a pink ball match where due to certain reasons, certain organizations sponsor that event and players have pink names and this and their sponsors are aged in pink. So why not have the ping ball test in Sydney, let Adelaide host the Boxing Day match, let Melbourne host the first match, but then they have their own rigidity, can't do anything and with so many restrictions, things get more complicated. But Australia are 2-0, can England make it 3-2? Well, everyone has given up on England and despite doing everything possible, Despite Australia being without Patrick Cummins and Josh Hazelwood due to varied reasons, they were not able to do, Australia were able to get their future ballers in Jai Richardson and Michael Neeser and whatever and do the job. So what can be made of this? Australia, may once you, it doesn't matter which part of the world you are in, once you make over 400 runs in a match, whether it's in New Zealand, Australia, England, subcontinent, wherever. Once you make around 450 to 500 runs, 
the team batting first more often than not has a chance of winning the match unless the other team also bats equally well and they also make 400 runs which means the other team has a lead of 80 two days have already been two days they batted two days they batted then it's a draw unless a collapse happens so once australia made 480 England's chances became less because they had to at least get to 400 to make sure that they batted at least 170 overs that is close to 2 days which often doesn't happen one says that team don't bat more because of the influence of 20 overs and 50 overs and batting fast and teams don't have the pedigree if that was the case then teams wouldn't never lose and teams have come before this and lost of course england also had a 2010 11 winning thing but that was one of those lucky things that they managed to win 3-1 but melbourne expect rain to play a part the fourth match sydney expect rain to play a part so rains will be playing a part in the third and the fourth match and that is what england would want and then the fifth match is once again a day and night match though it's separated by 90 minutes from adelaide which means if the adelaide match started at 9:30 indian time the hobart match will start at 8 am indian time 1:30 pm local time and there it was 2:30 pm local time why as i said that's on the governing bodies but more on but more but we'll talk more on this later on let's talk about something even more interesting the champions trophy the semi finals of the hockey asia world champions trophy india were supposed to be the favorites not often do you see newspapers saying for an indian team especially a indian hockey team that they are favorites yes the match did not go as per plan which is a little sad and disappointing though i am not disappointed with the performance as i said india beat japan 6-0 pakistan 3-1 but as i said as it happened in the previous tournaments in the world cup 20 over world cup teams which won all their group matches did not go on to win the tournament and somebody had to win the tournament that's obvious two teams had to go and win the tournament that's always going to happen but teams who were unbeaten only one team was unbeaten everyone said they have a chance of winning well it doesn't matter because group games are different from knockout games group games you have at least a couple of matches if you lose the first one or you draw the first one you have enough time to go on to win the next in the semi finals in the quarter finals the knockout stage you are done there is no going ahead you lose you are knocked out it's an eliminator straightforward thing it's an eliminator and that's what the thing was though i would think that india's performance as in contrary to what the newspaper said was not lackluster they were not slow 15, in the first 15 minutes or in the first quarter i do not agree with that assessment of the newspapers i think the match was close 3-5 is 
lot closer than what it looks. Yes, Japan came with a plan. They came in running. They came with all the energy. And you can say that at India finished all their energy in the group stage and were they left breathless by the time the semi-finals came? Had they lost one match in the group stage, could they have had not been as overconfident? Well, we can say that. Yes, you win all the group matches. Wow, what a performance. You go to the semi-final, you lose. So, the semi-final virus has carried on. So, not for the first time. It happened in the Olympics Championship. India wins all the group matches, goes to the semi-finals, doesn't win, doesn't go to the finals, which means now they have to play a bronze medal match against our neighbours, which means it's a neighbour-neighbour situation. The finals is between neighbours Korea and Japan and the bronze medal match is between India and Pakistan. It was so obvious the moment Malaysia withdrew and Bangladesh was debuting in this particular tournament, this was always going to happen. Pakistan also lost to Korea 6-5. So, another close call. It could have easily been India-Pakistan in the finals. Wow, but India-Pakistan. But let's not get into the details of things. Okay, bronze medal match. Let's look at this as another knockout. Bronze medal is not that bad. Because we are so obsessed with gold. Okay, gold has this value. I don't think gold is the most hyped metal. There is no value for gold. We give so much importance to gold. I don't have respect for gold metal. I don't think gold has any kind of substance to me. But that's me. We have been obsessed with gold for so long that nothing less than a gold medal or as we call a Swaran Patak or a silver medal as Kidambi Srikant went on to win and bronze medal which was won by Lakshya Sen once again falling to Asian neighbours in that badminton championship also. So, Corey, so whether it's hockey, whether it's badminton, we often lose to our Asian, South Asian counterparts in Indonesia, Malaysia, Korea, Japan, Malaysia. So, well, it, it's well. I had planned if India had reached the final, I had planned for this episode to be at 5:30 p.m. Indian Standard Time this evening, but it doesn't happen. And since the India-Pakistan match is at 3 p.m., which is a strange time because of other activities, I I was not able to plan that at 3 p.m. But it's fine. I'll watch. I'll discuss it on Friday. Yes, whoever wins between Korea and Japan, good for them. But I think this was a good outing. Maybe winning all the group matches doesn't work all the time. But that's for the coach. And I've seen the coaches, the current coach of Indian team, whether we win, whether we lose, he has a stoic reaction. He doesn't overreact on things. That's his nature. And despite the fact that you may be leading 4-0 by the second half, the coach will always say, no, we missed things. We did not press the advantage. We missed on penalty corners. We did not convert penalty. It's not always easy to convert penalty corners to a goal. It takes a lot of skills. And I think the coaches have to understand. The coaches cannot be harsh 
all the time. That's what they have to understand. So I think whatever the newspapers say, ignore that uh, thing. They will say that India were not having the energy. They didn't put all their effort and they lost out on many opportunities or Japan came rushing. India were caught off guard, blah, blah, blah. You will listen to all this during that but don't go into that the match was a lot closer than it should be and a semi-final finish is not bad a third place finish is not bad it's a good effort so that's what it is so two matches this evening for the third fourth place finish for the bronze medal match and the finals for the gold medal and the silver medal match and that's how it is so neighbors taking on each other none of the teams getting a break semi final was yesterday finals are today or or whatever matches are today so both teams will have to recover very fast and get back into the horse and get the cart running but it's important at least there was a hockey tournament scheduled apart from the overhyped olympics because Olympics doesn't matter. I rather enjoy such tournaments because you don't have the tag of the overhyped Olympics. And that's how it is. So I enjoyed the match contrary to what most people will say. And ifs and buts will happen. If India and Pakistan were in a final, the whole world would be watching. I don't think so. I know how people think. They don't... Half the world didn't even know, half the country wouldn't even know that this tournament was even being played. It happened quietly. There were no news coverage of how the Indian hockey team went to Bangladesh, how they prepared. There were no videos, nothing put on pseudo media, no coverage. Till this tournament started, none of the broadcasters, nowhere in the newspapers even covered this. I only got to know because I often go to the Hockey India website and see if there are any tournaments happening. Otherwise, even I wouldn't know because there was no coverage in any of the newspapers or any of the media. No conversations, no pre-match conference, nothing going as always. Hockey going under the radar and that's how it... Well, it's baffling, it's insulting, but that's how it is. If this was an India tournament, the high would have started a month ago pre-match conference, how the players are training, it's an Asia Cup, it's a dom- it's a chance to dominate a certain region. You saw how the Euro Cup of football was hyped. It went on for a month. And everyone was excited. Oh, the Euro Cup is happening. Oh, it's Denmark, it's Germany, it's this, it's that, blah, blah, blah. Newspapers gave 80% coverage of the Euro Cup and what happens to hockey? Just one small paragraph. India lose to Japan. They didn't have the energy. They were taken aback. That's all it was. Well, if that's the treatment, then my treatment newspapers is you are wrong. But that's enough on this tournament. If you are interested, watch these two matches. If you are not, well then, that's your choice.
So this ends episode number 459 on the 22nd of December 2021 as we move towards another year. But for me, nothing will change. The same discussion, the same fear will continue to happen and stay tuned for the next episode. For more awesome content, and I will be back with episode number four six zero on the twenty fourth of December, twenty twenty one. So stay tuned for that, and while you wait for the next episode and other festivities. Why don't you take a short break? While you wait for the next episode and other festivities, put these books in your must-read books column. Once again, put these books in your must-read books column. Do not forget to do so.